Welcome to Interface. Interface is a podcast where we connect technology and culture through conversation. Interface is brought to you by Empower at Pros. Empower is dedicated to attracting, developing, and retaining Black talent at Pros. Pros helps people and companies outperform by enabling smarter selling in the digital economy. My name is Jennifer Plummer, and I am one of your hosts. And I'm joined by Sierra CC and Matthew Maticakes, our co-hosts. You're getting really good at that. Yeah. (laughs) That was excellent. Yeah. Good morning. How's everybody doing? It's Monday. It's Monday. It's Monday. Um, Good news for me is I'm off the rest of the week, so... I'm off tomorrow, but not for enjoyment. My husband is having a procedure done, so yeah, mm. that. Yeah, <laughs> so I'll be I'm nurse nursing tomorrow. <laughs> so today we just wanted to do a meet the crew and uh, kind of introduce ourselves, introduce interface. You know, why are we here? What are we doing? So let me talk about why are we doing interface? How did interface get here? My background is in software engineering, and I've been here at Pros for 16 years. And um, I am passionate about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Similar to lots of tech companies, we don't see a lot of Black professionals in the engineering department. And I was just trying to look for things to kind of get some energy around bringing engineers there. So I was working with Empower, our employee resource group for for the Black professionals at our company, and kind of thinking of ideas and brainstorming off of people. And that idea just kind of evolved into, let's skip the webinar phase. Let's just go straight podcast. I think who doesn't love a good podcast? I think everyone's got, you know, one or two that they're they're go-to. So came up with the idea. And then uh, Sierra was like, count me in yes i was like i love podcasts i love this idea whatever you need i'm in just ping me when you're ready to go and i'm here to help with whatever you need yeah and then what happened and then well actually back up a little bit matthew had recently joined has recently joined pros And we were talking, I was talking in one of our team meetings about a STEM program that we're actually developing for Empower. I'm talking to high school and middle school students. And he's like, that's such a cool idea. If there's any, you know, anything I can do to help, please, you know, let me know. And so when Jennifer, or should I just call you, I'm just going to go ahead and call you Jenny. I'm trying to get used to doing that. (laughs) (laughs) She reached out about the podcast and I was like, well, I know from uh, my heyday in recruiting that instructional designers um, typically have some audio video editing, you know, background. And so I was like, Matthew said he wants to be involved. Let me ping him and see if he's got some skills in that area and if he wants to be involved. And so we got the sunshine band together. (laughs) And Matthew, you have some experience, right? Yeah, I used to like skateboard in high school so we'd make movies um Every so i had conversation the- <laughs> we have with Matthew. there's always a new fun fact it's not like a new thing <laughs> I, I i keep my cards to my chest <laughs> but yeah we used to make movies in high school so i have some stuff on youtube which i won't share it's kind of embarrassing um 
Oh, no, and, you have to share. <laughs> uh, back in Seattle before I moved here, um, my roommate and I we were actually trying to make a podcast because it's been a, like a dream to like do a podcast. Everyone listens to podcasts now. So I, I really enjoy talking to people and listening to them. And I was like, we should do a podcast. And that didn't pan out because uh, it's like very low percentage. We just weren't on it. And then when Sierra reached out and was like, we're doing a podcast, do you want in? I was like, absolutely. Sign me up. Who does? Yeah. I mean, podcasts are exciting. They're all so, the rage right now. Yeah. So let me, let's go, let's back up a little more and kind of talk about, you know, how we got to the point we are now. Um, part of the framework of interfaces, every, all of our guests, right? We, we're, we're inviting guests in the technology industry, technology professionals, people with technology backgrounds and asking them, you know, what's your origin story? How did you get to where you are now? Um, so let's do that between us all. So I'll kick it off. I, um, was always a good student, but never kind of knew what I wanted to do. I uh, ended up in a the Meyerhoff program at the University of Maryland, Baltimore County, and I thought I wanted to be a doctor. And I took biology and bio lab, and I think Matthew has a similar story <laughs> where I was like, bio lab was not fun. Um, so I went back to the default of math. Um, so I majored in math and minored in computer science and I just like problem solving. And so that segued into, I graduated and started working at IBM and, um, they have a, they had a great recruitment program for blacks and Hispanics to, you know, college hiring, you know, I kind of, you know, jumped around a few places and I ended up at pros 16 years ago. <laughs> so I've been here that long, um, and I kind of, this is kind of where I built a lot of confidence. I've been here long enough. We talk about being introverts. I think all of us are introverts um, and kind of took me a while to kind of get comfortable. But I think the last five, 10 years I've been involved in the employee resource groups, uh, Blaze and Power. I've been a manager for the last five years. So definitely gaining more confidence and just definitely want to kind of pay back to you know, the help I got with the Meyerhoff program and the help I got from IBM recruiting and just kind of how to kind of pay it forward and get more people interested in technology. So that's where I am. That's how I got to be who I am today. How about you, Sierra? Oh, wow. Um, so I have a similar backstory, was always sort of, you know, an A-B student, always on a roll. I was the the nerd in class who all the kids you know, Sierra, come join our study group because we know, you know, the answers. I was that kid. Um, and I loved school. I was that also that kid that played school in her free time. Yeah, I was one of those. Um, <laughs> so um, I graduated from Texas Southern University and HBCU right here in Houston, Texas. And I ironically started off as a chemistry major, joined a scholarship program, um, again, for Black students, and recognized very quickly that science was probably not my lane. Uh, chemistry 2 class came, and I was like, I don't know what I'm in here. Abort the mission, stop the train. I, no. So um, I went with actually not a lot of guidance. I moved over to uh, business administration and I had a desire to work in human resources. I was like, I feel like this is a, 
a good spot for me. So um graduated with my my business administration degree and then my path just I could never figure out what I wanted to do. While I was in school, I worked in retail banking, then I moved into the mortgage industry. Then I moved, um, got an opportunity finally to work in HR at a um, behavioral health uh, organization. And then that led me to Pros, where I joined about almost six years ago. I think maybe my first or second year here at Pros, Empower was created. And I was one of the 30 or so Black employees that were a part of Pros at the time who joined that that first kind of like call to action. We want to create this employee resource group. And from there, just kind of snowballed. And I've been a part of Empower since then. I'm currently the vice president of the steering committee. Um, and now our president just announced that she is leaving pros. So I'm sort of stepping up into that president role through the end of the year. And um, yeah, I'd like to say that I'm not very techy, but I am the tech expert in my house because my husband, while he's a mechanic, can take apart an engine and put it back together with his eyes closed. Anything tech related, he's like, I don't, I don't know what this is. And I guess I learned software interfaces pretty easily. Um, even the not so intuitive ones, I can, you know, sort of figure it out. But as we talked about before, I've worked with Jennifer for I don't know how many ever years it's been that we've been on this Empower team together. And interestingly enough, I was always a little intimidated by Jenny because I think my introduction to her was <laughs> during a DNI council meeting. And she was in there like, what are the numbers? Where where are we at in the products organization? That's not enough. What are we doing? And I was like, yes, but also I'm a little bit scared of her. <laughs> Y'all should listen to what she's saying. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so I, and then we, we talked about, we did a, what is it? A personality assessment thing with a, yeah. another colleague of ours. And so still building sort of that relationship. And then she got more involved with Empower. Um, and then we just kind of, we've, you know, been growing that relationship. And so when, you know, Interface yeah. came up and I was like, I don't know what this, what this thing is is going to happen but I love it and I want to be involved so that's kind of my my backstory she says I'm intimidating but Sierra is in a band so she's way cooler than me so that's that's pretty intimidating I'm oh, just gosh, a nerd I'm, over here I wish I felt cool <laughs> I wish I did you're both cool Aww, thank you Maddie <laughs> Maddie cakes yeah so I think Matthew was the most interesting between the three of us. So Matthew, you, you tell us your story. Cause I, I, I love it. And I'm sure we're going to learn something new. Sure. Yeah. Um, so my mom was in the Navy, so we moved around a lot. Started, <laughs> I grew up in Oklahoma, lived in Texas, lived in Illinois. And then I kind of stay, I established myself in Missouri. Cause that's where like I went to high school and went to college. For me, school is something that you kind of just did. It came easy. It was natural, but it wasn't something that it was a focus for me. I just did it because that was what I was supposed to do. And then going to college, it was like, you go to college, right? And I did really well in science. It was the most interesting thing to me. So I, of course, was like, I'm going to be a bio major. And that's kind of anything you want it to be. And while I was there, 
I realized very quickly that I did not like doing labs. It was like boring and monotonous. And one of my advisors was like, maybe you should take one of these intro to teaching classes. And so I did, and I loved it. I loved working with students and I loved seeing that aha moment that kids get when they learn something and just being able to explain things. And I was like, oh, this is a great mix of like the science that I love and then also working with people. And so one of my teachers in high school, she, my Spanish teacher, she, uh, was in Peace Corps and I actually hate learning languages. It's so hard. And anytime she would talk about her Peace Corps experience and try to relate that to our Spanish class, I just kind of like lit up and it was like, oh, this is great. I can actually learn. And so it was something that I wanted to do since I was in sophomore year. So the first day of my undergrad, I walked into our student center and they had like the career fair and like the first booth I saw was Peace Corps. And so I kept in touch with the group and kind of went to the meetings throughout my four years. And when I graduated, I signed up and I was going the following semester. So that semester I student taught or I student taught and the following semester I long-term subbed and um, I went off and the only place that was a biology secondary teacher was in Guinea and it's in West Africa. And it's like one of the hardest countries, Peace Corps countries, um, it's super underdeveloped. And I, I went there cause I wanted to teach science and they speak French. I had to learn French. Um, learning language is very difficult, but when you're in it, it's a lot easier. And so while I was there. I just fell in love and just had such a good time teaching and like had so much more like flexibility and autonomy with teaching and being part of a community. And um, we were only there for nine months, unfortunately, because we got evacuated due to COVID. And uh, I met my girlfriend there and she lives in Seattle and I came back to Missouri and I was like, there's nothing here for me. I kind of like my worldview when you, when you come from the Midwest is very small. And then after it's kind of blew up and I knew that I couldn't go back to that. And so I went to Seattle and they were doing remote learning. And so there was no way into a school district at the time, which fortunately for me was probably the best thing to happen. So I had to look at other avenues for what I wanted to do. And I still liked the instructional aspect of teaching and like developing stuff. But then I realized that like a school district in the States is not the same as Guinea because there's a lot of, you're not really part of a community there. Like I used to hang out with my 12 year old seventh graders and like they were my best friends and that's just not appropriate in the States. And, and so when I was developing myself and like reaching out to people on LinkedIn and just kind of having coffee chats and I, uh, discovered instructional design, which is like the perfect mix of like creativity and like that learning. And so I started going down that path and just, like I said, doing coffee chats and doing like my research and studying. And I found a job post on LinkedIn. It was pros and I applied and here I am. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. We're glad to have you. Yes. How scary was that? Or how brave is that to go to Guinea? Like, I'm trying to imagine, you know, 21, 22 year old me and going, I'm just going to go to another country for an extended yeah, so time. The, the funny part is it was something that I had wanted to do for so long that it was like, I wasn't, every, people would say that like, are you worried? Are you nervous? Of course I was like nervous. I'm going to a different country with a different everything. Mm -hmm. But like you go over there expecting to like go to the bathroom in a hole or live in a hut or like speak, have to learn a new language and teach and that like you go over there with those expectations. The issue was I wasn't really prepared to come back. 
I remember my first week I came back and like there was a, a man running with a Dalmatian and there was cars and like grass. And I had like a, almost a panic attack, just like the culture shock. I was just not prepared to come back. But like going over mm -hmm. there, the expectations, you already kind of know what you're going into and you're just like so wanting those experiences. That's awesome. Interesting. So can you, um, so you're an instruct instructional designer. Correct. Yeah. Um, Good job. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little hard to get out. And how is um, your role here on an interface? How is that kind of mapping? Is there overlap between those types of skills? Yeah. So right now, um, another ID is uh, going over audio videos for Outperform. And so I've had some experience with movie editing, but not really like working on like audio specifically through audacity and so like this overlap is like developing those skills like just media skills in general so i think there's a lot that i can gain from just practicing these mm -hmm. and sierra how, what, how are you um what's your role on interface i have self appointed myself as executive producer of interface and I solely because jennifer and i kind of put our heads together and i was super excited and when she was like a podcast, that's what we're going to do. And I was like, perfect. This is the vision that I have for interface. And I was like, okay, I said a lot. Am I, am I overstepping? <laughs> because I was so excited <clears throat> about um, the podcast and what it could be. And um, I just thought it was such a great concept. And so Matthew and I are on the same team. We're both a part of the global training team. And I, while I haven't done a lot of instructional design, that's sort of like my career path. So I'm learning um, a lot of the same things that he is also learning in my own like self-development. And so creating like the branding and all that good stuff, that's sort of the overlap um, for me. But I am a self-appointed um, executive producer of Interface. And um, I guess I can also say co-host. I consider yeah. you the hype person of the podcast. I'm the, I'm the visionary. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I it, it's my baby in that, you know, I kind of had the genesis of the idea, but I think the framework that we've come up with all the art kind of the hiccups, like I think we're all learning kind of what tools are out there and what's working and what isn't. I got a real microphone. So um, I really like the way we're coming together. Um, yeah, let me go through the, the, so the framework that we came up with is we kind of already mentioned the origin story, which we went through and then actually kind of like, that's what we're onto now is like, what are our areas of expertise? So Matthew's editing, Sierra's the visionary <laughs> um, and we're all hosting. Uh, then, um, I don't know if we, we have enough experience yet. The next, the next uh, segue from our framework is giving advice to people that want to do that sort of thing. And, you know, so from a, from a technologist, if we have someone that's an expert in cloud technology, how do you get, how do you get involved with cloud technology? What background do you need? What do you need to study in that kind of advice or just to even technology in general? Do I need to go to school? Do I need to get a certification? That sort of thing. Um, then the next point that we want to get into is, you know, what do company, how, how can companies from, from, from our guest experience, how can they, 
how can they com promote instead of just talking about diversity? What can they actually do? What actions can they take to increase the, the number of black technologists in the field? And then, um, you know, everyone can share whatever um, things that their, their contact information, their, oh, I'm going to be speaking at a conference or check out my website, that sort of thing. And then uh, we'll finish it up with a heat check. Before we get to a heat check, I wanted to uh, kind of talk about our goals and our fears for this podcast. Since we can't really give advice yet because we're only, we've only been working on this for two months, a month? maybe? A month? Has it been two months? Maybe uh, like a month, I think. It's been about I think a month. it's been over a month. Because, yeah. I including planning. Yes, probably. Yeah, including over a month. planning. So <laughs> let's go around the room, this virtual room, and let's talk about our goals first. I think because the idea originated with you, you should talk about your goals first. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so I have simple goals. I want people to be interested in the idea and I want people to get excited about technology and working in technology. So I don't have a goal, you know, of, a, of like listens. Like I think if five people listen to each episode and maybe you get one or two comments or a like or something like that, I think I would be happy. I, I think it'll grow slow. I would be happy if it grew slowly. So, right. Because when you talk about listens, you're talking about like, oh, if I publish this today, how many listens am I going to get on Friday? I think this is going to be, once it's on the internet, it's there. So even if it kind of slowly grows, I'll be happy. But my goal is for people that are curious about technology, people who think maybe I can't do it, maybe I don't have the background, to really kind of inspire them to see, oh, look at all these Black people that are in this industry and they're doing a lot of different various things. So I can find something in technology to do. You know, I've been doing this for 22, 23 years, and I think it's been a very rewarding career. I've, you know, the, the space kind of changes every five years. What I'm doing this year is different than what I was doing five years ago. It's way different than what I was doing 10 years ago. Um, and I'm looking forward to what the next five years is going to be. So I just want, want more people to do that. Who's jumping in next? I, I can go because you kind of touched on a lot of my stuff. So other than the obvious answer for just developing my media skills, um, I think a goal for the podcast for me is just I'm a big consistency person. Just like go to the gym every day, just show up and just do what you have to do. It, regardless if you just walk in the door and come out, at least you went. So just like keep keeping this going, regardless if we're getting 10 views or listens every week, I, that's like, this is fun. I like doing that and just not stopping. And then the other thing that you were talking about, I kind of touched on exactly how I feel in general is like living in the Midwest and like mostly white communities, I like tech and like black technologists were never on my radar. And I kind of want to like self-teach myself to code and just like talking to black technologists and like getting what to hear what they're doing. It's that is going to be inspiring for me to like keep myself going and have that motivation. Awesome. It's my turn now. Yes. Visionary. Turn my mic up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, goodness. Okay. So my goals for this podcast is one coming, living in Houston, Texas, in like this big city. I had never even thought to put the two words together, black and technologist. And so when Jenny came up with this idea, I was like, that's a, that's such a cool concept because I know when I was coming up in school, there wasn't a lot of talk about going into computer science. I think I took one computer science class in 10th grade. And the most that I remember was doing stuff in Excel. And I can't even get specific about that. But there was no big push for exploring the sciences and exploring math. It was all of the attorneys and, you know, being a good athlete and going to medical school, all the big, big stuff. And so now working for a software company around all of these super smart and just impressive people, I'm like, I, I would love to hear and see from, you know, other Black people who are in the same industry and sort of what are their origin stories? Did they grow up like me? You know, what was their childhood like? What kind of students were them? How did they even, you know, find out what, you know, STEM was? Also learning that piece of it. And second, I've been a part of Empower for how many ever years it's been, you know, rolling. But I think pros is such a gem. And the work that we've done in Empower has been just, amazing to me from that first group of 30 people to now we're over 100 um, people are part of our distribution list and just the work that we've done over the last couple of years I've been so impressed and I think this podcast is just another level up for for what we've been doing and I'm hoping that this podcast will bring more attention to pros as a whole I think pros is such a gem every company has you know it's good and it's it's bad parts but Pros is full of such smart, wonderful people who are doing such amazing things. When we were in the office, you could be getting coffee next to someone who you see that's on a stage somewhere giving a talk about, you know, whatever their kind of lane is or people, you know, writing white papers or writing books or what have you. And it's just being around, like being in that environment is just inspiring. It makes you want to be better. <clears throat> and so... I'm hoping that this podcast will be a huge catalyst, one for pros, two for empower and and just spotlighting all the work that we've been doing and how passionate we are and really, you know, saying, hey, black folks, we're out here doing it in every space. And, and, you know, technology is our one little piece of the pie and just introducing introducing people to um our audience well to these to these folks and so i'm just hoping that we blow up i think this is the subdued sierra it was monday morning but i've been up since 3 a.m okay <laughs> <laughs> um you like like matt matt said you've got the the hype you you're like we're gonna blow up we're gonna do all this um, okay so this is what she you're wants right. me to I do subdued, yeah. so this this is what she wants me to do okay so we want it <clears throat> okay switch let's delete everything that i said before <laughs> i want this podcast to blow up so much 
that we're going to be featured on new and, and noteworthy on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all of that good stuff. In addition to bringing light to pros, because I do still believe that we are a gym. Um, I also am wanting just internally that our employees are so excited about the content that we're pushing out that they're also evangelizing interface to their networks and that we just, we, we grow and it just becomes the staple thing that, that we can carry on for years and years. Also, I mean, I want us to be doing a live session at our, you know, our perform conference or during kickoff and all like that's the dreamer in me is like that, but also I would be grateful if we just got 10 listens. Also. <laughs> and we say even with 10 listens, if one of those people and converts to a hire for pros, how awesome would that be? Yes. Yes. That's, that's the dream. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. So we talked about, we talked about our goals. What are, what, what, what are our fears? You want me to go first? Because mine already happened. I want to see her to go first. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. My fears for this particular podcast. Now, keep in mind that the tagline for this podcast is connecting technology and culture through conversation. And we're talking to Black technologists. Uh, my fear, I should say, is that there are people who may try to police other people's experiences or try to stifle them and we have and by we I mean black people I think right now in society we have a voice now that we have not had more people are listening to us more now than they have had have you know prior to now and I want people's authentic experiences to be heard that someone will listen to an episode and say, that person grew up the same way that I did, and they were able to go on and do these great things. Here are some of the challenges that they face. Here is their authentic viewpoint on diversity and inclusion. Here is a real person saying, this is what you can do to improve the number of Black people in the technology space. And even though it may be uncomfortable to hear to either our leaders or anybody else who's listening who may not be black, that you honestly take those conversations in. And I don't want someone to say, well, that's not an appropriate way to approach that question, or that's not an appropriate answer. We want you to edit that out or shutting down the entire operation because it doesn't make them feel warm and fuzzy. These are people's true experiences and you cannot police what somebody else's experience is. You can't tell me that my experience is as good, bad, or otherwise. So I think that's probably my biggest fear. And then the second one was that nobody cares. Nobody's going to listen. And then my my big dream goes. We will find an audience. <laughs> goes to crap. Yeah. Maddie, what about you? Oh, Jenny, you want to jump in? Sorry. Yeah, no, Jenny, no, go ahead. I was, just, I was just going to say, yeah, your Sierra's first fear is definitely, well, both of them really, but the first one I definitely get concerned about. I want the vibe to be like we're at a happy hour or something where or a networking event and we're just kind of talking naturally. I don't want to put like a polish on this and just kind of make it the the you know the best version of the statement. I want people to feel comfortable 
and just kind of talk how they would talk if if we were just hanging out and talking. So if we do get police or there's a lot of oversight, then that's going to, right, that's going to break that down. So, And by no means are we, we, is our goal to be unprofessional or to, um, to ruffle feathers at all. We're just wanting to have real conversations and hear people's real thoughts that are not um, this script that someone wrote and it's all PC. No, I want to know what you really, what you what really you re- think. Yeah. You know, yeah. what do you really, really think? Um, and what so- do you know? What do you know <laughs> from your network, you know, of people, because everyone who's in industry and you're working somewhere, you've got people that you either went to school with or that, you know, you network with through the corporate world or what have you. And that's where the real conversation comes in it's not always what you know is who you know and those conversations that you have is what opens doors to certain things and so I'm hoping that this is just a vessel for people to have those conversations on a larger stage to get the message out absolutely I really love how you put that I my fear is less grand than that it's more of like i watch a lot of trash reality tv and (laughs) um unfortunately i'm admitting that but i am always like i would never go on this tv because you just like we're sitting here and watching these people and they're saying like really stupid stuff and just like they're not getting a chance to explain what they're saying and just like having that fear of like saying something stupid or walking on eggshells and not being able to be in the same room as the person listening to what I'm saying is kind of my biggest fear. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. We've, we've already recorded a few. Um, one of my fears when we were talking about this before was that the technology would just go in the dumpster and we already, that already happened. I think we had a couple of dumpster fires already. Um, we worked through it. Um, and, um, so it's less of a fear. I think, I think everyone understands, especially when everything's virtual, that anything can kind of go wrong on anyone's end. Um, And so just being able to uh, manage that or just kind of like, okay, we had a hiccup. Let's take a step back. Um, How cool will that be, though? And like months from now, when we look back on like the first couple episodes and we're just like, look how much of a progression we've had. Look how much better we are. Like, I cannot (laughs) wait. Great. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be amazing. I'm so I'm I mean like I'm like over the moon about this opportunity and just working with the two of you. It's been great. We're learning so much about each other. Probably more from Maddie Cakes than anyone else because every day there's a new fun fact, which I love. <laughs> I'm here for it. Um, but yeah, just I mean, and also even just the blend of. You know, you've got a manager of engineering who is someone that I would normally never really work with. And just, you know, by happenstance, Matthew and I are working on the same team, but we don't necessarily work together every day. Yeah. Um, I also like that, like, yeah, like you said, we're kind of like in different stages of our career. You know, I'm the oldest. (laughs) That's okay. You and, look great. You're amazing. You're like a couple of years older than me. So you're good. And and Matthew's kind of you know early in his career and um, just I just love hearing about all the things you do because it's just oh so nice to be young. Um, I know. 
uh, you know, in Sierra, you're kind of, you're in, you're in the middle. And uh, I just, I think, uh, I, I already can tell, we all kind of have our own thoughts and things that we want to ask our guests. And I like the variety that's coming out based on that. Cause I think we all ask pretty interesting questions and questions that I'm not anticipating. Like I'm not even thinking about it. And then Sierra Matthew will ask questions. I'll be like, yeah, that's a good question. I didn't <laughs> think about that. So I'm hoping our listeners, you know, that's providing more, more interesting content, kind of getting that, the diversity of, of thought that we have here. Absolutely. I mean, and the, the last guest that we talked to, we talked about Jay-Z and hip hop. And in addition to all of the <laughs> tech stuff. So just a word to the wise out there. Jenny is the techie one. And maybe Maddie, too. I'm all about the culture. I'm interested in learning about the tech. And I'm doing my research. But I'm here for the culture. <laughs> yeah. So, so let's, let's use that to um, segue into our heat check. What you excited about? Mine's kind of lame today, but that's what I did. So, and mine is not. It's kind of depressing, but I still think it's a great heat check for today. Let's have Matthew go first. Yes. Okay. I I said this in the last one, um, but you kind of dragged it out of me. I'm just gonna do my pro talk, which is on November 10th. It's speaking of asking questions. It's about asking questions and like with intent rather than just as a formality and like asking questions to learn and realizing that forming a question and asking a question is difficult, but it's a skill that can be refined. I'm, I'm so looking forward to tuning into that and m big props to you. I mean, you just joined pros a few months ago and now you're chosen to do a pros. I mean, first of all, you put yourself out there to do it and now you're getting to talk on that big stage. Not I'm only have I you. wanted to do a podcast, I've always wanted to do a TED talk too. So. <laughs> You're having a good year then. You're yes. having a very good year. It pros is a gym for real. You get to do a lot of things. A lot. I, I, I never I don't think I shared this with you. I went through a year where I did suit days once a month because I just wanted to get dressed up. Like one of my teammates was like, I'm getting a suit for Christmas because he was like like in his church band or something. So he needed a suit. And I was like, hey, when we come back from Christmas, let's all wear a suit. And we kept it up for like a year. It was hilarious. So you can I just would, do dumb stuff like that. Please tell me that to. you have pictures. Yeah, we want pictures. I have pictures. I have yes. pictures. Okay, yeah. let me go to my lame one because I think Sierra's will be better than mine. <laughs> it's not lame, but it's just kind of more tactical. Um, we're Let's doing do a podcast. So I was like, oh, maybe I should like learn about how to have a conversation or how to be good at having a conversation or more about podcasting. So I did spend like an hour yesterday on LinkedIn learning, which pros provides for us going through their trainings on starting a conversation with someone you don't know, um, networking. And I just started like how to podcast and RSS feeds and, uh, that sort of thing. So I'm going to finish, hopefully finish that training this week on the podcasting one, but it's, Pretty interesting. And I think um, you, could, you could say, oh, why didn't I look at this first? I think I wasn't ready. I think you kind of <laughs> have to, with our, with Dean, we, we were saying jump in the pool. So we needed to jump in the pool and just get started so that we would kind of meet some goals to do some things before the end of the year. But now that we've kind of got a little experience, I think now I'm ready to kind of look at this stuff and understand more of what it means. You know what? I think that also lends to 
you know, when you have an idea for something and you're like, I think I can get this off the ground, maybe, or I'm really excited about this, or I don't even know if this is going to work. And then when you finally do the thing, and you're like, huh, okay, <laughs> that wasn't a train wreck. And then now it's like your excitement builds up and you're like, I love this. I want to learn more about it. And you just, you know, you want to sharpen those skills. So I'm, I'm in the same boat. I mean, I've listened to a ton of podcasts, but I'm like, you could do a little work on yourself to to get better so i'm always learning yeah always learning yeah i'm I'm really glad we did that we started like a month ago it's like let's just do an episode i thought we were gonna have a couple couple weeks like planning and then it was next wednesday we're doing an episode (laughs) no yeah because my soft goal was we needed to get all this stuff recorded before thanksgiving because i knew if yeah you know you could just that stuff can just stretch out and stretch out and you think, oh, just next week, next week. And then before you know it, the year would have gone by and I, you wouldn't have had anything to show up for. I was like, we just need to go for it. Yep. And, and I think so we've got we pretty did. cool stuff to yes. share with everybody. I'm excited about yeah. it. I'm super excited about that. So I'm going to move into my heat check for today. It's a little depressing, but um, this morning I was getting dressed and I heard about the passing of former Secretary of State Colin Powell. Um, He unfortunately died of complications from COVID-19. And he, um, because, you know, I'm the culture nut, I guess, of this little group, I wanted, I looked into some information about him and he served as Secretary of State under President uh, George W. Bush. And he was the first Black person to hold the Secretary of State office, which it, you know, kind of still blows my mind that we still have first Black person of anything now in the United States, but that's where we are. Um, And I read up a little bit more in preparation for today, but he was a son of Jamaican immigrants, which just, you know, talks about the, you know, the culture of America's, we're all immigrants, right? And it was an excerpt that I read that in 2012, he stated that in the U.S. Army, he was able to find his own path where he found that as a black man, it didn't matter what your race was, how much money you made, um, any of your background, um, he could forge a path for himself. Um, And if he would not have gone to the army, he probably would have been a bus driver and he would have never risen to secretary of state. So I think he's the one that kind of burst open the doors to allow President Barack Obama to become the first black president and now our first black vice president and female vice president, Kamala Harris. Um, And so I just wanted to say a quick thank you to Mr. Powell for his um, service to our country and be an example of what Black people can do in this country. Um, May he rest well. And also just a quick reminder that even though the world is opening up, we are still in the middle of a pandemic. So um, please remain diligent, uh, be safe, and be as careful as you can be. Yeah, I hadn't heard that. That's really sad news. So, yeah. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Absolutely. Look at me educating people <laughs> out of myself. <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts? I think I think we're real sub. I think we're both kind of low energy today. I feel like I, I'm high I, energy. What I liked about the the part of the video that I did get to see of, of Dean um, is just basically the giggling and the. <laughs> having this is going to be fun i'm really excited about it it's we're learning and we're like like you said we have the goals that we you know we want people to listen and we want people to get excited about technology but 
fundamentally, this is going to be fun. We get to talk be a good time. It's going to be a, I mean, there's a lot of laughter, a lot of things to learn. I think our guests so far have been phenomenal. And for what I see coming, they're just interesting people to talk to and kind of pick their brains, um, even outside of, you know, what they do every day. And as you've heard me say before, Black people are magical. That's just what we are. And I think that's going to shine through a lot through this podcast. We've got a lot to offer. And so, like I said, I hope this will be a catalyst to put that all on display. I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I've seen Maddie smile as much as he has today. I love it. So if you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us at our fresh new email address, interfacepodcast.pros.com. We're going to have lots of fun guests for you in the future. Um, But if you have any feedback or if you want to put us in contact with someone who might be a great guest, send them our way. Thank you. Yeah, if you have any general questions also um, that we, you know, you might want to hear us address or an idea of something that we can talk to, because I also think that we're quite a fun bunch that we could do like a Q and a session. And that would be an interesting episode to do just the three of us. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Always open to feedback. Always feedback is a gift. And if you've been at pros long enough, you know where that came from. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yes. I remember that. I use that all the time, actually. Feedback is a gift. It truly is. Yeah. (laughs) So thank you to our listeners. We will see you soon. Still don't have a closing. Still don't have a closing. Still don't have a closing. (laughs) No, we got to figure out what that is.